Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you got me, your boy, Diamond Hands D, and you got Cool Hands Luke. <laughs> you messed that one up again. Cool hands, Luke. No, it's all right. It's Tony, we got Tony the Tiger, though. Tony too. the Tiger's here mm-hmm. again. Tony the we forgot team. to talk about Tony the Tiger, the Duh. the uh, Cincinnati Bengals super fan. Yeah, I sent sent Tony a picture. Of, I was down in Cincinnati, um, and there was a picture at you know one of the restaurants of like the Tony the Tiger. I think the mascot, right? Mm-hmm. I sent it to uh, Tony and D. And I said this should be our new mascot for the, or his new mascot for the capitalist investor, and he was not about it because, as you all know, <laughs> uh, we all hate everything that's not uh, Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. around here. Um, however, that's why I'm like not cool in the office either because I'm not a Browns fan. But it's, that's a different story <laughs> for another day. So, I mean, I, I guess. I'm, I somewhat root for them, but yeah. But anyway, I think uh, we lost Mark. Where's Mark? <laughs> I do it. Just New York City, yeah. <laughs> doing big things. Nice. He's always uh, been invited to be on um, on set. I think he's on set every week now. On I, almost. So yeah. we'll we'll see how. Well, I'll be here until he comes back, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, we're happy to have you here, and we got some good topics this this week. So. Um, something that caught Tony's eye, actually. Uh, Kathy Woods Fund, uh, the AARK, has taken in about $600 million, uh, over the last couple of months. So eight, eight days, dude. They took that on in eight days. Eight days? Yeah. Oh. Read the article. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like I thought I blind. did read the article. I, I thought I read it, too. <laughs> now I'm like, but anyway, it's $600 million regardless. If that's year to date or in the last eight days, that's a lot of money. So, <laughs> and uh, we'll also talk about uh, this thing that I saw online this week is the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen and coolest. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. I don't think I would get in it though. Uh, it's being dubbed as the Sky Cruise. So we'll talk about that as a giant nuclear powered airplane that never has to land. <laughs> um, and then Fourth of July coming up. So uh, some some cool articles we found about that as well. Because um, I. I you know, it might have something to do with inflation because I'm old enough to remember when the White House put out a message that the cost of the Fourth of July feast actually would, went down. Would, yeah, would, would, was uh, down 16 cents or something like that. So <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> Those were the good old days. <laughs> and now it's up 16 dollars since last year. Oh, <laughs> anyway, so all right, well, let's get into it. So um, Kathy Woods flag- flagship fund has taken in. Uh, over six hundred million since mid June, um, so I definitely read that wrong. <laughs> I thought it was from from the beginning of the year, but that's so far in June, six hundred million. So uh, Tony, why don't you uh, kind of give us your your thoughts on that? Because I know you had a, a lot to say on, on the topic. Yeah. So um, Kathy, she's special. <laughs> all right anyway um her fund's down 50 percent year to date it's down 70 percent from its all-time highs she's hitting it out of the park and her morning star rating is one star there, there we go. <laughs> one star rating out of five and then if we take a look at the Qs, which is the the nasdaq index right mm-hmm. is down 29 percent. that's a woofer down 50 percent's a real woofer so are people buying in because they're it's it's a buying opportunity that's that's what I would assume based on that article, the high influx of money. But this is where you need to become a an educated consumer, in my opinion. Um, because if you take a look at her top three holdings, 
Uh, she has 20%, 22%, over 22%, um, allocated to shop, Shopify. She's got uh, 8% to Zoom and almost 7% to Tesla. And then there's Roku and CRISPR. You're investing in those funds and those stocks. There's no, you know, there's no deviation. There's no um, hedging your bets. Like twenty two percent into Shopify. I mean, that stock just did a recent split, I believe. Um, they're down eighty percent since their all time high. Uh, they're what are they? They're um, their their pre COVID levels are somewhere around fifteen dollars a share. They're at thirty. I get it because it's an e commerce company and things like that. But wow, man, that's a for an. EPF? I don't want to talk about Shopify because I owned it at thirty bucks when it all went up, went up to fifteen hundred bucks, and I sold it at fifty or something. So like, I don't want to talk about Shopify. But so most of her companies that she buys doesn't make any money. They don't make any money, right? They're, so they're, like they're all hundred times sales and, and things like that. It, it, they are all extremely ex- um, speculative. They're still ex- extremely. Sp- yeah, speculative and expensive. <laughs> like, yes, they still like they got. And this is like I, I talked about this like uh, over the past month with, with a lot of people. And it's like a lot of people come in with mentality: all oh, these stocks are down seventy percent. These stocks are down ninety percent. It's a buy. Like these are value trades. And I'm like, no, like these are not value plays. These stocks are still unprofitable. Like they're spending a lot of these stocks are spending billions of dollars a year of losses. Um, because they, they're just trying to grow so quickly. And this is not the environment to own those kind of stocks. And that's why a lot of people are going to get in trouble because what has happened over the past really decade and, and specifically the past three years with all the money pumped into the economy, you know, all the liquidity out there, people having more money than ever, like that's the environment to buy speculative growth names. And I don't think people realize sometimes the environment we're actually entering and why this isn't probably going to come back anytime soon. And it might be another 10 to 15, even 20 years before we see an environment where speculative names really get back in growth mode. Yeah, it's going to be – it'll be at least a year, maybe two, until the the growth stocks kind Even of, like bottom or stabilizing. Maybe, yeah. It's – um. It, again, it's all about being an educated consumer. I know it's down a lot, but that doesn't mean it can't <laughs> go further. You know, you listen to some of our stock, you know, our CFAs in the office, like Nate um, and Robbie. Like, you think it's down a lot now? It it can go lower. Just go back to the <laughs> dot com bubble. I mean, I was like ten years old or whatever, <laughs> like back then. But like, you know, the dot com bubble. If you do a lot of research to back then. Um, you know, a lot of companies like didn't survive at all. They all went to zero. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking at like her, t- the, the top five holdings, the, the one I kind of like the most though. I mean, like, so Shopify, Zoom, Tesla, Roku, CRISPR. Yeah. Um, honestly, I like, like Zoom is, Zoom is at its like pre COVID levels and that makes sense to me. And, and actually I would look at that company as somewhat of a, Buy, even though you know they're they're grouped into that those growth companies because they're they're forward PEs twenty nine that's pretty decent for a technology company when you def, when you have the S and P at somewhere like seventeen or eighteen right now. But what's the growth story? I think the I, I think it I, the growth story is not 
I guess I'm looking at it in a vacuum then. That's a good question. So I would look at it as if we're at pre-COVID levels, I would think they're a better company than they were pre-COVID because of just the transition to Zoom and people staying there. So if I can get the same stock with more users after COVID... But one thing to keep in mind is that the market is a discounting mechanism for the future, right? So if... If even if they have more users on a platform, that actually provides them less growth down the road because some of the growth has already happened, right? So the question is, is how stable is the future growth over the next decade, right? Mm-hmm. If everyone flux to Zoom and now we – a lot of people use Zoom now um, and now there's going to be some competitors out there probably going to try to take some of Zoom's market share, you know, how stable is Zoom's growth? That's the big question I think some investors have to ask. How, how – all right, not to – change the subject completely. Uh, that's what I, I we li- do here. I like, I like, your, I like your, your take because <laughs> I, I can't argue against it. I, I like it. What did Microsoft do to Teams? Like, good God, man. Microsoft's on every computer and I used, I've used Teams twice in my life. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, how did they fumble that? I, but that's another topic for another day. But well, I was literally about to say the exact opposite thing. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Have the the I use it all the time, honestly, with my clients. Who, oh, I'm a, I'm a Zoom guy. <laughs> the the um, <clears throat> so you know Zoom. We have a bunch of accounts in the office. If it's taken, I always try to use the Teams application um, because you send you can send them the Microsoft Teams link. All they have to do is click on it, and it takes them to the website. They don't have to download anything. They don't have to sign up for anything, hmm. and 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 you're going. So um, for anyone who might be technologically uh, not that's me <laughs> with it, it is it's, it's a very easy link to send. I remember Tony calling me into his office. Hey, Luke, how, how do you do this? Like, how do you sign in? Like, nah, it's I just remember good. back when we first started this like technological transition yeah. during COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, you know, so that's that's what I was going to say about Zoom is the competitors to the space, and it's just a. An overall uh, life cycle of a of a new technology. Um, you can liken it back to like AOL back back in the day, right? Yeah. That was how everyone connected to the internet at the beginning. Well, that, <laughs> right? That's why a lot of these stock valuations. You talk about PEs upwards of thirty, forty times earnings, but that's why you see like over time, like. You look back in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, some of these tech companies, they were trading at some of these extreme valuations like the Microsofts, Apples of the world. But now these valuations come down a lot as there's growth. They they get so much of the market share. It's like there's no more growth out there. So those valuations come back down to 15, 16 times with Mm -hmm. S&P. The the hyper growth companies like we experienced during COVID will come back one day. They they have their days. It's just going to be a while. As long as loss, and the key there is, you're, you're exactly right. Some of them will, like the, some of them will come out even stronger in the end. Yeah. But like a lot of them, though, might go bankrupt. Yeah, like just because yeah. they're spending so much money and <laughs> they they've pumped so much money into growth over the past couple of years that if they can't grow, they're going to go bankrupt. Absolutely, yeah, it's definitely possible. Are they saying? I just saw somebody. Uh, one of the analysts came out and said that. Um, was it um, uh, Carnival Cruise? Their bear market case is zero. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going out oh, of business. That's so sad. I like Carnival. I like, I <laughs> so, like cruises. We talked about that before. But that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I well, just speaking of cruises, let's talk about the Sky Cruise. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> you know, the I'm I'm a big fan of regular cruises. 
Um, I went on a Mediterranean cruise uh, for my honeymoon. It was awesome. I got to see all basically all of the well, not all, but all the major historical sites in in Europe um, in like thirteen days. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. So when I saw this, though, I I was I was blown away. <laughs> so basically, there is a, a concept video out there, and and we'll send this link out in, in the uh, in the notes. But basically what it looks like, it looks like a, a giant uh, flying cruise ship, basically. It's got the big bubble on the top. It has a 10, um, 10 uh, turbojet engines on both sides of like a double-decker wing. So there's like a window in the middle of the wing. It's just, the mo- just think the most obnoxious airplane just, you've ever seen in your entire life. Just watch The Avengers. Yes, it does. Like look- All you need to do is watch that movie, and I swear <laughs> they stole... Like this concept from the Avengers movie. Yeah. So so it's a a flying cruise ship, basically. There's pictures of, you know, a pool and like a (laughs) shopping mall. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And it's uh, it's nuclear powered. So they're they're electric engines. So basically it can stay going for years at a time if it needs to. As Tony would say on his TD Ameritrade interview (laughs) a couple days ago, as long as the nuclear doesn't explode, (laughs) we're good. All right. So now we're talking about me. Let let me dive into this one. So on the History Channel, there are two – Shows one is called Engineering Marvels and one is called Engineering Disasters. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, if they can get this thing off the ground, sure, it's a marvel. But I, good God, man, like you're putting new, like if that thing were to crash or fail or whatever, like you're killing thousands of people. <laughs> you're 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 trashing an area. Like if it nuclear, you know, like look yeah. at Chernobyl. Like I mean that. That yeah, land around there is, is is dead for thousands of years. Um, <laughs> I mean, Boeing has been in business for 60 or 70 years, and they had problems with the Max 737, right? Like, this thing's got 20 engines. It holds a, a nuclear reactor. Like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> get, this is no, 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 no. Like, uh, I, I so when I was in engineering school, the one thing that they they told us is that you have to take engineering very seriously because you are you are constructing something that a lot of people use, and and, and the one guy so you know don't take this the wrong way if you're a doctor or whatever, but they said like you know the difference between a doctor and an engineer when they mess up is doctors kill people one at a time. Engineers kill them hundreds and thousands at a time because yeah. something fails and, you know, a bridge falls down, a, a building falls down, a mm-hmm. bridge, you know, like everything like that. Yeah. So, Well, I just was watching, I, I'm really into like <clears throat> some of these Netflix documentaries that like talk about strange things. And <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys watched even the ancient alien stuff. I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> into some of that stuff. It's just kind of cool. I'll to watch it if it catches my attention. <clears throat> so, so one of the things I watched over the past couple of days was kind of things on nature and how like nature, we think we understand nature. We think we understand the world, but in reality, we really don't. <laughs> like yeah. there's so many things that happen in nature that just we can't really even explain like that like like some of these tsunamis earthquakes Mm -hmm. like we don't even understand why some of this stuff happens Mm -hmm. like all it takes is one 
crazy thing, that lightning bolt to come out of the air and <laughs> strike the plane or something that does something crazy. Like yeah. it's, it doesn't even have to be a fault on the engineering side. Like that could that's definitely a risk. Right. But it could be something that we just don't account for. Right. <laughs> it just I think we should just plane. keep nuclear reactors on the ground. Yeah, that I don't think like they need to be flying around. I that's, will that's say, I I'm think saying. it'd be cool. Right, I, <laughs> I do I'm not saying it's cool. not cool, and but but, but then I, where do you land and park that thing? It's enormous. <laughs> well, apparently, you don't. Like, <laughs> apparently, you just got to land it and take off once. Yeah, the the main question you have to ask is why, <laughs> right? Is so, like a cruise ship, it it serves multiple purposes, right? You're when you're cruising, you're on vacation, right? You see the water, there's a pool, you're you're hanging out, it's a great time, um, but you're also going somewhere <laughs> to your next destination. Like it serves two purposes: the the plane, you're just flying around in circles <laughs> looking at the sky. I was just in a hurricane <laughs> on a cruise ship last August. And I thought those were my end days. I thought it was going to die. <laughs> yeah. I, sh- I should have looked out the window. There were waves up to like the ninth floor of the cruise ship. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, we were rocking back and forth like, like crazy. And I can't imagine being up in the air. Like, on a cruise ship is like very scary when you're in a hurricane. Like, I can't imagine like being in turbulence, like on this huge plane, like when during a might be so like, big if there is no turbulence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just know. saying, like, that would be freaky. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, 4th of July. So, um, you know, two two things here. I'll, I'll let Tony talk about the second one, um, the the cost of Fourth of July this year. Uh, but apparently, Sheets is lowering their gas prices down to three ninety nine, which is tells you <laughs> the state of gas prices right now. Three ninety nine is still <laughs> real expensive in in comparison. But uh, apparently, they're doing that for the the whole entire Fourth uh, of July weekend um, at. Uh, uh, gas stations, at least in Ohio. Is that right, Luke? Uh, yes, in uh, Cuyahoga County. Oh, it's just Cuyahoga County? Yep. So I'm not getting gas at Sheets this weekend. That's <laughs> what you're telling <laughs> no, me. No, because everyone's going be, yeah, to be piling in there. So so like, does that cause a chain reaction for these other gas stations to lower their prices by 80 cents? Honestly, you know, because like Sheets actually has more than just gas. You know, like they actually have a good little kitchen if you're starving and oh yeah it's pretty pretty drunk or hungover (laughs) um but i mean that raises a good point i mean do i think that local gas stations will lower the price i don't just because i think sheets is going to lose a lot of money they're they're okay with it there's a reason they're doing this it's for brand marketing purposes around the area people that haven't been to sheets i mean what i where i grew up i grew up in small town martins ferry ohio you know, 5,000 people or something like that. We had like one gas station in the hometown. And there was like one other gas station across the river, like Sheets. Mm-hmm. So everyone knew what Sheets was. Like I was like actually a fun hangout spot in the area. We would go to Sheets just to hang out and get food. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know if it's as popular around like city areas like up here in Cleveland. So maybe this is just a marketing ploy to try to get Sheets more discovered, right? So I, I they're going to lose money. I don't think other gas stations are going to try, try to come down from that because they're losing a dollar. A gallon, like yep. just I, imagine how many gallons are pumping. I mean, they're probably losing. They're going to be packed. Figures, There's going to be lines in the street millions. trying to get their four ninety nine gas or, or three ninety nine gas or whatever they're pumping. But hey, like you're right, like the marketing and and do other do other gas stations follow suit? Yeah. You know, and lower their price by ten fifty a dollar, whatever yeah. it may be. Like a loss leader is something businesses do all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of stores will put on a loss leader to get people to come in, but they're yeah. expecting to buy other stuff. Right. I'm not, I don't think people are going to go get the 399 gallon and every one of them is going to go in there and get 10 sandwiches. You know what right. I mean? Like, 
So I think it's a different kind of way of thinking that they're going about it. But yeah. overall, Fourth of July, I mean, let's talk about that a little bit. Like the whole cost of food and cookouts and fireworks even, yeah. which I'm kind of upset my city made it illegal to launch fireworks. <laughs> probably what? for my safety, it's probably good. But for your safety. <laughs> my house's safety. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw something from one of our research firms that um, – the cost of uh, the the fourth Fourth of July cookout has gone up seventeen percent from last year. So last year it was fifty nine dollars and fifty cents for the average cookout. When you're getting uh, you know cheeseburgers, pork chops, chicken breast, potato salad, strawberries, ice cream, things like that. Uh, didn't even we discount the beer? I don't even know what, <laughs> where beer prices are right this minute. But um, up seventeen percent. There we're we're at sixty nine dollars and sixty eight cents. So an increase of ten dollars um, from last year. And you know, I know that the the Biden administration was touting how last year the the price went down from twenty twenty. <laughs> um, I don't think they're going to get on the loudspeaker and say, "Hey guys, you're paying ten dollars more this year." Like I, I just don't see them doing that. Um, but. What else is going up? Because like <laughs> inflation, they're saying what's eight percent. Well, food is up seventeen percent, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> and gas is up like fifty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, the law of averages. Like, so what's gone down in price, or what's flat? What's helping it keep it at eight? Because everything I'm looking at is double digits. Yeah. High double digits. Well, I mean, remember that the, it doesn't include <laughs> food, food and energy. energy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> the biggest things that people use and so consume. Ridiculous. It's like, so ridiculous. I, I it but makes me because upset. I think I, I was talking to somebody back in the. I think they started to, like taking it out in the nineties or eighties. It was because of politics. Yeah. Because whoever was in office told them to stop including that in inflation numbers mm-hmm. because it made them look bad. Right. So it, it was everything. It's irritating. I, I've. You know, the more you you understand how, you know, things work in the world, the more you understand how much politics influences, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's impossible to not talk about politics <laughs> when you're talking about everything because yeah. it's so it, – it affects all of us. It yeah. does. And and people, you know, inflation isn't at 8%. It is, like, upwards of 15 to 20%, like, year over year if you take a look at food and energy. Like, that's yeah. just yeah. – Guess was $3 last year this time. <laughs> Yeah. It's four fifty. It's nation nationwide, right? And yep. go to Cali, you're looking at like six bucks and plus. Yeah, it's crazy. It, so. it is. It is. But you know, overall, I think it's important to to uh, go back to what Fourth of July means. You know, yeah, we're going to pay fifteen, twenty bucks, whatever it is, more in food or you know, people traveling to get to you know the parties or cookouts. Like, yeah, it stinks. But you know, the Fourth of July, I think this is an important time to kind of reflect on what you know build our nation why our nation is the way it, the way it is um even though we're having issues now like what our founding fathers kind of believed in i think uh helped set us in the right path and you know we kind of got to reflect on that i think during the fourth of july and you know appreciate you know the the, the, the as much as we say free market as as, as much as we have the free market <laughs> the freedom that we, we we do have and yeah absolutely but uh, real quick i just want to say our founding fathers got away from Britain from taxation without representation, right? I think it was like a 5% tax increase, but now we're paying like half of our money in taxes. That's one thing that irritates me. <laughs> so I'll just leave it on that. All right. All right. Well, um, happy 4th of July, right, everybody? Uh, Luke, and, Luke and Derek, you too. <laughs> uh, Chris, our engineer. 
Happy have a fourth uh, have a good fourth of July, buddy. Eats a lot of food, a lot of burgers. Yeah, oh, some yeah. beer. Man the grill. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, my mom called me up. Apparently, there's like a bush light apple I've never had. So like, uh, my buddy, when he sees it, he literally buys like ten cases of <laughs> that's it. That's why I've never had it because I never see it. It's really good because <laughs> everyone's getting it's it. bush. It's bush light apple. It's delicious. Yeah. So my mom said, you know, my, my parents don't drink, and they, you know, they don't. They don't support really drinking much, but my mom was like, hey, I think you'll like this. I'm buying you a case. I'm like, all right, thanks. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go man. <laughs> thanks, thanks, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking out. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening this week. If you have any uh, questions, comments, uh, or topics, hit us up at info at swpconnect.com, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.